0: What is going on, everyone? We're back with another episode of Video Nerds. I'm the Man Nerd, and I am here with me, Stephen
1: Shredd.
0: This episode is going to be Convince Me. I was convinced. So Stephen Shred convinced me to watch Darling in the Franks, which he described as, what was it? It was Pacific Rim meets, what was it?
1: Uh, I think I just said Pacific Rim in anime form.
0: Yeah, pretty much. But something else did uh, did get me on that. But <laughs> after watching it, it's so much more than that, and I'm sure you can agree.
1: Yeah, definitely the the depths to the story and the symbolism and everything. Like it's one of those series that there's these weird little quirks and these weird things that get mentioned a lot, and it's like everything matters and everything is either going to come back or is you know symbolic of something else It it's so good
0: yeah there's a meaning for almost everything in this and oh man i would say the biggest part of this for me was the action's really cool the whole mech battle thing and the reason for it which you find out later on it's it's really cool but when they got into the character aspect of it like just the characters being together and then you know growing as individuals and as a group and just everything just flowing around that for a long time i love that 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 just made the series so good for me
1: yeah the the biggest thing with this series definitely is the character development and just seeing how they all operate together Seeing Zero Two and Hero's relationship develop, the uh, relationship between all of the parasites, all of them like becoming like this little tight knit family that that was really the thing that sold me. Because there's a lot of mech anime, there's a lot of anime with a ton of action and everything like that, but characters that are this well done, like that's what really really drew me to the series to recommend it so much.
0: Yeah, and the whole growth aspect of every single character, like. I would love characters and then not like them and then like them again. And then it would be the opposite. And then it would change constantly. And my two favorite characters ended up being the two main characters, which never happens. I usually try to avoid that. But, man. Yeah, Hero and Zero Two, combination. That was my favorite.
1: Yeah, when it comes to the two main characters for the series, you just you just can't beat it. They, they stick out so much and just the different things that they go through the different things that we find out about them and what makes them you know the quote-unquote special ones as far as like you know when it comes to anime the main characters are always like special and you know something sets them apart for a reason the reasons that zero two and hero stick out though it's just so good like
0: it's it's sad uplifting uh heartwarming and heart melting at the same time (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's <laughs> it's everything you want in a character that you just seriously get attached to.
0: All right, well, I'm going to get into some uh, no-spoilers review here. Okay. So basically, I already talked about it. Hero Zero Two, they are the main characters in this. It's basically a world where these a male and a female, they're called parasites. They're trained to work these mechs, which are called Franks and they can only be a pair of a male and a female they have to link uh, mentally emotionally and then in the franks it all comes together and they can pilot these things so they're fighting these crazy kaiju things and uh what did they call them klaxosaurs klaxosaurs yeah so they're just crazy you don't know what they are you get all the answers at the end of the series which it'll blow your mind but the whole character development uh this squad that turns into a family top notch d20 all the way
1: yeah i'm not even gonna give my rating because i already said this is one of my favorite series so d20 is just (laughs) yeah we we just already know yeah yeah I, I watched this purely based off the fact that zero two is a very very popular anime character to like use for random like like anime edits and like a- anytime you see something with like a uh, you know like some kind of anime poster or some fan made thing zero two is a very popular one to use for stuff like that so i had seen her so many times but i never actually watched the show that she was in so I'd passed by it on Crunchyroll one day, and I was like, you know what, let's, let's give this a shot. And I believe I was 40 minutes late to a stream because I couldn't stop watching it. I finished it in two days, and man, what a wild ride. Uh, I did ride. the same thing. Two days.
0: <laughs> Done. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I I could not get enough of the show. And then I recommended it to anybody that watched anime after. Because the story, the characters, the twists and turns. Like, the show just had everything that I wanted. And it doesn't get too dark either. So that's always nice, you know. Because a lot of the times these really big, complex stories can get pretty dark. This one has its dark moments, but it doesn't go to the depths that other stories go. So, you know yeah all around just everything just comes together and then when it ends you just i at least felt very satisfied with the ending apparently a lot of people don't like the ending it's very controversial people even are people even petition to get it remade but uh i i felt like it was perfect
0: yeah i loved it i thought it was it was absolutely perfect for the series
1: so highly recommend if uh you're looking for a story to get extremely attached to with action and a whole lot of heart. This one's the one. And you get 24 one. episodes and it's done.
0: Yep. Yeah, I was reading online. The The manga is still going, but the series doesn't need any more. They haven't announced it. Of course, people want it, but I don't think it needs it. I think it's perfect the way it is.
1: Yeah, I mean, when it comes to manga, though, it, it gets a little weird. Like, uh, there's a series called Black Lagoon. It's a series from 2006 and like as far as the anime goes 2006 and i think they came out with like the second season in like 2009 that manga's still going and they never continued on the story that one's just like basically they're like they're like pirates for hire like mercenaries oh, okay so it's like when it comes to manga there, there's a lot of stuff where they're just like you know what? we're just going we're just going to keep going man <laughs>
0: yeah you know what i think series are different yeah
1: yeah i mean there's some that are terrible like uh, a Got kill terrible because they decided to end the show before the manga ended and uh yeah that that one is just that that one feels like a waste of time when you're done watching it but this one absolute perfection with the ending i don't think if they changed things around or made things happen differently it would just end up feeling kind of cheap like oh so that's how they wanted it to go this just felt like they did what they needed to do everything lined up to where it should and we're good
0: and it came back around it which did. a lot of things don't do that
1: yeah so yeah without a uh, without giving spoilers and everything highly recommend and if you want to know how it ends just watch the 24 episodes
0: yeah just watch it i was thinking about doing spoilers but i'd rather talk about one thing that has been on my mind about different anime hmm. the cover art when i go to watch it most of the time, it does not pull me in. Like, I would not just be flipping through and then go, oh, that picture is cool, and then read the description. So, h- how does that affect your views since you've been watching anime way longer than me?
1: Uh, it's definitely a thing, but it's also kind of weird because I've watched so much anime that I feel like I've seen almost every character design so like uh there's okay like for instance right now there's a show that just started coming out called berserk of gluttony and the t- the main image is a guy with short black hair wearing a sword wearing a uh black like a uh, jacket thing or like a trench coat looking thing looks very similar to hero looks very similar to a kirito from uh sword r online so i see stuff like that and i'm just like huh does that mean it's going to be like these shows? Hmm. So it's it's more turns into yeah. like character design. Like, huh, that kind of looks like something I've seen before. i notice that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Or it turns into, huh, it's just showing a uh, it, it's just showing a waifu with a lot of cleavage. Probably going to be that kind of show. <laughs> yep. So it, it definitely is a thing, but I, I feel like I don't get drawn in too much by cover art. Sometimes, though, like... Even though I'd already known that I was going to watch a show because it was one of the most hyped shows at the time, like, if I'm just scrolling through and I see the cover art for Chainsaw Man, I'm like, dude, I'm watching that. That looks yeah, badass. Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> so it plays some sort.
0: Yeah. One that did not pull me in that I always thought about watching because you kept talking about it was Tokyo Ghoul. That cover art does not do the show justice until you watch through it, in my yeah. opinion.
1: Yeah, I could see that, especially since it's... Uh, cover art from the last season
0: yeah it's just it does not fit with definitely not the first two seasons definitely not yeah well uh, i would say the same thing for uh
1: yeah. same thing would probably good for like attack on titan the yeah. uh, cover art that they have right now is just i believe the group of them like standing in front of like a wall yeah but the no, original they, they need the art-
0: colossal titan in that for sure.
1: I'm pretty sure the original artwork for the first season when I first watched it was the um, Colossal Titan and Aaron standing in front of it looking up at it. So it's like that drew me in. But yeah, because I I really originally watched um, Attack on Titan when it came out on Netflix and they didn't even have the uh, dub up. I didn't know the dub was a thing. (laughs) And
0: it turned out being so good.
1: Yeah, definitely one of the best dubs, which... Also another thing out there, you know, anybody listening? Don't feel ashamed for watching dub. People try to shame you for it, but man, sometimes yeah. you don't got the time to watch the screen. Sometimes you got things to do. And then a lot of the times these dub voice actors are really good. Yeah, and subs are really good too. I
0: love those voice actors, but still, dub's good too.
1: Yeah, if English is especially if English is your native language, don't feel like you're going to get hate for watching dub. Just do it. It's the it's the story, the characters, all that stuff that we're there for the voice actors if they're doing their job and they're making the characters feel impactful and feel alive to you who cares what language it is
0: yeah it's all about the feels man yeah
1: as long as it's not super terrible voice acting we're all good
0: yeah i'm sure they're out there but you know most yeah. uh, pretty much all the ones i've seen they have um they have like a set of voice actors that do all the main ones and have for years
1: yeah or even uh, steins gate where yep. you get the little surprise that a uh, little uh, little critical roll sprinkled in there. Yep. And and then attack on titan too. <laughs> yep. Same thing.
0: Pretty cool. All right. Well, we're uh we're going to end this one. I was convinced. We're going to get on to the next one where Stephen Shred was convinced, which uh, you know, my first one. First one convincing <laughs> fully. So, we'll go on to that. So, we'll yep. catch you next time.
1: See you.